four, three, two, one. We are podcasting live. Oh wow, we are not in fact live, sir. We are live. We are not. This will not be live. We are a live. Yes, we are. We are a live. Welcome to In the Closet with Jeffrey Runyon and Angela Runyon. Oh my goodness. Well, it's the start of spring break and it's March 6th. It is ridiculous. March 6th, bada bing, bada boom. It's not. It's too early. We've already talked about this, but it's too early for spring break. It's not even spring yet. It's still winter. I feel like you, you, you got to get to the end of March, early April, right? Right. It has to at least be spring to be spring break. And spring is not until March, what, 20, 21st, 22nd, somewhere in there. And so it technically it's still winter. So therefore you could not have a spring break and we need to do over when Did it actually is spring. Did they technically rename it though? Is it really spring break? Yes, it's is spring break. Is that slang? Are we just calling it spring no, break? No, it's so spring break. always called it spring break or is it a break? Do I need to pull up the thing where is it says, it? have a great spring break, everyone? Hey kids, have a great... No, it's... After winter break, it's no, it's 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 um, it's called spring break. Okay. I mean, I look. Why are you trying to complicate things? I'm so confused. I'm not. Let's not get into it about the spring break. It's spring break. Just trust Let's me. Let's not get into it. Oh, okay. Hold on, I got to turn my alarm. Let's just snooze. leave it alone. It. Let's agree to um, agree. It, it's it, there. Just so you know, from the technology girl at the school technology updates spring break is a wonderful time to get your ipads updated it's true okay, she, she used the term it is the best time to update your <laughs> iphone and ipad literally like my phone you're not doing anything you're at home i have a feeling nate's ipad doesn't do anything anyway you need to just update <laughs> well you got my days. phone's tried to update like the past four nights and you don't have it plugged in right so it doesn't update yeah i'm beating the system yeah, that's why your phone, when I text you the other day, I'm in the bathroom, I get out of the shower, and um, you're gone, you're somewhere, I don't know where you're running around with or who or what you're doing, but you're out there in the world running around, and I send you a text, and I immediately hear a ding, and I'm like, she didn't get it, she's not going to hear it, if she doesn't see it, she's not going to hear it, because your your watch was charging in there. Oh. And then I saw hubby pop up on your watch. Oh, okay, because see, <laughs> sometimes... If, yeah, that's why I don't right. get my my text alerts sometimes you when don't I'm update home. Update your stuff. No, my stuff's updated. Don't you worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Ange two point <laughs> Anyway, um, I think we're going to talk about relationships today. We do have a topic. We're going to talk about relationships. In fact, we're going to go over ten things your relationship needs to thrive from psychology today. Ooh, great source. Right. I think it's giving your relationship positive energy. Mm, I like that. Yes, it's a truly loving gesture. What? Huh? Excuse I like, me? I like where this is going. That's all we'll say. What do you think the number one thing is to thrive in a relationship? Just Sex. take it. That's on the list. Banging. But that is definitely number six. It's not number one. Wow, all the way down to six? Empathy. No, think about it. We say it all the time when somebody says... Physical contact. No, when somebody says, what's the one thing that makes your relationship work what do you say communication right hot damn i got it on number four kind constant and honest it is true it's extremely true without talking your relationship will not survive period the more you communicate the closer you will be that is the advice i give my daughter with her boyfriend you've got to communicate if you can't communicate we're gonna have issues 
You know what, though? This is good. This is fundamental because I think a lot of people are in marriages where they don't communicate well, but they still have a best friend. And I would say, what relation do you, what relationship do you have that you, you would define as an amazing, fantastic, flourishing relationship where there's not a high level of communication? Because there's people in marriages, my point is there's people in marriages that are struggling with communication with their spouse, whatever that might be. Maybe it's an upbringing, maybe it's the way they look at the opposite sex, maybe it's the roles that were defined for them as what a man is or what a woman is, but the role defined for them as a best friend is you constantly are talking, which which makes your relationship better, right? Right. Right. So it goes for every relationship. Well, yeah, it goes with the, it goes with your relationship but with your kids. But we don't put that capital. We don't put that that emphasis as much on once you're married. I think these romantic relationships, you just think it should be a fairy tale and it should float and it should work because you love each other. Right, and the key um, to this number one is, well, there's two keys: constant, excuse me, and honest. And I think a lot of times in relationships, when you think you're communicating, it seems to be that only one person could maybe be allowed to communicate. Because if the other person tries to communicate feelings or thoughts, then then fights happen. Or it just it, a lot of times communication is one way I see in some relationships that I that I witness from day to day. That's true. But I mean, and two, I think that that's how you I mean, I was more that way when I was younger than I am now. If you want to talk to me about something serious that might bother me or hurt me. You would shut down a little bit. You could do that now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I hope you feel I comfortable know, all enough. Of course, yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm more, especially in my, how old am I? In my 40s. Well, we'll according to Nate, you're almost 50. Yeah, that's that was that was nice. In my 40s, <laughs> I've gotten, it's, but when I was younger, it's like you want to believe that, right? You, you just don't want to accept that you're screwing everything up. Well, I think a lot of that or does. Or that you're not good at something. Yeah, right? but I, I think that a lot of that has to be with your uh, has to do with your upbringing because you were brought up like that. You were brought up that you were perfect. You did no wrong. You were wonderful. And well, I, until I met you, I did. I was not brought up that way. I, I mean, I was brought up. You know, I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, but still, if I, I come I to don't. you and I have something, you're going to react the same way I did, no matter how you were brought up. You're no, not. No, up front no, that your initial no, reaction would I, be I disagree. I disagree because when we were first dating, I you came to me with anything negative, I immediately thought it was my fault, said I was sorry and tried to fix it. I didn't sh- I didn't no, I didn't because I always thought I did everything wrong. And then one day I finally started saying no. If I didn't do it, I'm going to stand up for myself. Yes. It, but you were the opposite. You you always denied and twisted and made it be like not that way and then it made me apologize so until i became divorced (laughs) no but i'm just saying like until i came to the conclusion i'd I'd agree i'd agree with you i was i had a very guilty feeling i don't it does have to do with your upbringing we both evolved it does have to do with like a lot of times things were my fault in my family when when in fact they weren't when i look back but as a child because of things that went on sometimes things that Gosh, without getting into my whole childhood, I was, I felt a lot of things were my fault. Right. Even though looking back, they 100% were not my fault. No, 100%. You can see that looking back, but the thing is the damage is done then. It doesn't get, even though you can look back, it still has set you in a way. Right. You're fundamental the way you're built. And I agree with you. You were that way. It, it, you, I reminded was. me of that. That's true. You were that way. 
And then you, for a while there, you over. I overcompensated. You way overcorrected. Oh, way over To where it was like, who is this person? Yeah. Like you were very defensive for a period of time. Like yeah. I was when I was younger. Now, right. I think we both found a good balance. I you think we found a good balance. I mean, we have conversations, obviously. Yeah. About things and we can be pretty open and I, honest. I, I, think. I do think we've come to an equilibrium in our relationship where we can sit down and, and, and talk. I mean, of course, sometimes you say something that is you need to communicate and it, and it is something negative about me and I do get a little defensive. Yes. And vice versa. Oh, heck yeah. But it used to be all out of whack. So. Yeah. When you're at the point in a relationship where. And that's where I see people make the mistake that it's like and it it seems like the older generation really did this it's like you know what i'm not even gonna i'm just gonna take it yeah that's like i'm cool. just gonna i'm just gonna i some there, things you have to you know what i mean I, it's just not worth bringing up the, the way i feel because i'm just gonna get beat down and it's just not worth it. i really do feel I, it's that's not cool and you shouldn't do it but i do feel like there are some things just like with your kids with your spouse or your significant other or whatever you do have to pick your battles about no, some no, things. No, no, no. I'm not you saying I mean? that. I'm not saying that. But there's, I think in relationship, there's fundamental things that that people have problems with and they never address it, oh, which yeah. is not fair to either party. Well, it's not. But I do find a lot of times, like I said, in relationships that I witness, not necessarily in ours, some uh, one of the parties will bring something up and, and it it's pointless because the other person is not willing to... Ever compromise on but that. But that other person can communicate all they want and the other person has to take it. And that's, that's where it's not quite, you know what I mean? Fair. And it's not, and, and how you react and it's all reaction. We were talking about this the other day because, Oh, well, this kind of leads me. We might not get through this list. We might have to do part two. We'll do part two. We, I don't have, we've talked about this, the show we were, we've been watching. No, because this kind of ties in. We started it. We haven't. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jeff and I are, are watching, um, a show called Love is Blind, I believe it's called. On Netflix, yes. Is it Love is Blind? Yes, two seasons. So that in case you don't know, a lot of you probably do, but the premise of the show is that these all these couples, it's kind of like a dating pool, but you don't get to see the person. So I guess they speed date for a while. I don't know how they do the very beginning because it kind of cut it out. But anyway, I guess you like talk to all these people, but you're talking through a wall, so you don't see the person. It's a, it's a Sorry, I'm really sorry. I have to keep that on for a minute. You... Um, you're sitting in a room that's set up kind of like a living room. It's nice. I think there might even be a little fireplace or something. It's real cozy. Yeah, yeah it is. It's and nice. then there's a wall. And on the other side of the wall is is, an, is the other person. Same situation, but you can't see each other. So you you base your beginning of your relationship off talking, communication. Connecting. Connecting yes. emotionally, connecting mentally. Um, and it's it kind of goes on from there. And then, of course... There's so many days they do that, and then you're supposed to maybe, if you feel it, propose to this person, and then the walls come down and you you meet them visually. My whole thing is the basis of the beginning of the show is all based on communication. And I think you really focus on your connection, which you can ignore flaws when someone's fire right. hot. You know what I mean? You're like, right. this person, you, your, your instincts are to breed, to put it one way right you know so you see a physical attraction you feel that physical chemistry and you you almost not that you won't get to the emotional or the connection part but you're it might kick into hey i gotta be a certain way so i can get closer to this person right 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 sometimes 
the best way to do that is through the emotional attachment. Right. But well, and okay, so and number two on this list leads me to we can tie in this show as well. Number two is the willingness to work through difficulties and disagreements. And again, this is a list of ten things that your relationship needs to thrive. So, well, yeah, don't don't. That's 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 this one is why I think. And I'll go ahead and put this out there because I know that most people probably will think I'm an expert, but I'm not. Oh my gosh! I'm just going to say that right that. now. None of us think that. I'm not. As much as you guys think I'm an expert, I'm not an expert at this particular. But yeah, I will thanks say, for clarifying that. you're welcome. It's always good to have a disclaimer, but mm-hmm. I will say this is probably one of the biggest problems with our our divorce rate, right? Right. It's because things get hard, and what do we do? We treat it like a job. We treat it like, okay, right. well, I can clear the slate. I can clean the slate. I can. It's time to just get my resume updated. Right, and it even says here, throwing in the towel, even if you don't walk out the door, is not the path to happiness. You must face the discomfort that comes with differing opinions and ideas. Yes. And with this show, um, they don't have time to do that. Okay, so they talk for like 10 days or something, give or take. Because it's a whole, what, 30-day process? 30 days and you're married. Okay, 30 days and you're married if everything goes to plan. So I think they give them 10 days to talk in the wall to see if he he or she is willing to um, propose you don't probably get through the difficulties and disagreements just talking through a wall. No, you don't. I will say this, though. When you think about it, 10 days when you have no phone. Yeah. And you spend, all, I mean, literally they take their phones. Mm-hmm. They're in this these rooms. They can talk for three, four, five, six hours. They have notebooks. They have notebooks. They I mean, it is a long time yeah. when you're taking well, I mean, away from the world. Well, I guess it is. And I mean, they're, you know, I don't know. But, but, but it, you, you can't get to certain levels of disagreements and struggles. Because the thing that I would say that people need to understand, we've been in our relationship for 31 years. So we're 15. We've been married for a long time. If you're going to be in a long, lasting, loving, respecting relationship, you got to be able to deal with conflict because you're going to go through shit. There's going to be some shit you go through, right? Yeah, and you learn and you grow from it. And that's what I was talking to some coworkers. They're young. I... I'm way I could be there all of their moms I mean like literally I'm double there I mean like literally right. um, and they were we were talking about relationships the other day and one of them was saying how he feels like his fiance and he wasn't like dogging on her like anything he wasn't being horrible but he just said his fiance feel he like he was wanting to do some oh I know what it was he was writing out his workout plan for the next day and he said I literally looked at her at dinner, when we were eating dinner, he goes, here in a few minutes, I'm going to write out my workout plan. I need 15 minutes to myself. Like, I got to focus on it. I want to I want to pay it because he's trying to better himself. I want to really pay attention to it. So for 15 minutes, I like I need like I need that time. I need that time. He said, I swear <laughs> I got it from the table. And as soon as I sat down and got my notebook out, and started writing. She came and sat down beside me and started griping about this and that and this and that and this and that. He goes, why do women do that? And I said, I don't think all women do that. He goes, you don't do that to Jeff? I said, no. 
I said, if Jeff told me I need 15 minutes, I'm going to give him 15 minutes. I mean, unless there's a tragedy going on in our house, like I don't get it. He was like, I don't understand. I said, well, a part of it is because we've been together for so long right. that we got past all that pettiness. We got past the like, you're not, it must be nice to have free time. I mean, have we said that to each other before? Maybe thought it, it must be nice to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, probably. But we don't bring it to their attention and dwell on it and, and make it an issue. You don't beat each other. And But he was saying like is what, how, what in the world? I said, I, we've been together, Jeff and I have been together for 30 one years that's definitely longer than you've been alive so we've gone through all that at one point in time right i'm not saying and i, I didn't never do that if i told you hey i need 15 minutes or you said to me and then you came and sat down and you started talking to me i'd be like in a few minutes i would say <laughs> to you okay i i here's what i would probably say to you because our part this is our personality i'd say i would make it very clear that i still need these 15 minutes but I'll listen to you. If you need to get something off your chest right. and it can't wait, then let's talk. And then when you're done, I'm going to take my 15 minutes right. and get this done. Right. I never have to worry about that because we're usually pretty good about, hey, I need to do this. You don't, you know, we're not, we're not 20, 25 or right. on our period well, even where we're just going to get mad and, and cause a ruckus because you know, it's like the, bro- that sounds like kind of the brother sister thing. You know I want to do something, so you're going to make sure I can't do right. it. Right, and I think that we all do that from time to time at the beginning of relationships, and I think that maybe some relationships struggle with that throughout their relationship or whatever, and maybe it's a pick-your-battle kind of thing. But for me, I don't know, like I said, we, we've been together for so long. We've never really been with anybody else. We've figured it. We figured those kind of little things out. We haven't figured everything out, trust me. No. But like things like that, I'm like, yeah, please take your 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And then they start talking about other things like that that their significant others did and or that they do or whatever. We were, they were comparing. And I'm like, this is all stuff that we used to do. Yes, right. yes, yes. Used to, yes. When I was your age, I felt so old. I was like, when I was your age or the beginning of your relationship, yes. Right. But a lot of this stuff is just newbie stuff. But going back to number two, working through difficulties and disagreements, that sometimes is a challenge because you have to figure out how people fight. Yes, you do. And what makes them tick. So for the longest time, when, when Jeff and I first, you know, got together, I was the aggressive one. I was the aggressor, not physically. Not physically, no, no. but I mean, when we had fights, I was the one that would raise my voice. I would cry. I would yell. He would just be calm, which made it worse for me. Right. Because I'm like, why won't he fight? Why won't he yell back? Because that's how I was brought up. Right. And see, he was brought up not like that. They didn't fight. I'm sure your parents fought. No, they but you fought. didn't know. I'm sure they did. They had yeah, to have. They did. But you didn't know about it. No. There was no yelling. You knew when they were irritated with each other, but you never That's experienced fine. the fight. Right. You knew they left the room and they were jabbing at each other, but you don't know why. So the and they didn't let you see it or hear it. Right. And, yeah. and I mean, that's good and bad. I mean, yes. I mean, you. I think fighting in front of your children is is not good. But that you that your, your kids need to see the conflict and see that you can resolve it. And it's not the end of the world. But, right. but my house was a little bit... Off the spectrum a little bit. But anyway. Yeah, there's levels. So finally, yeah. So finally, the day came where he yelled back at me. And it took me, it took me like back. It was like he took his hand and like shoved me against the wall. He did not. But like with his words, I was like, whoa. And it it hurt me. Like it like, I was like so shocked. But it changed, that moment changed kind of the way 
that we fought because I feel like that Jeff saw that that shut me I was up. like, damn, this is awesome. <laughs> what have I been doing? And, like, I, and so now he'll take his ground and stand it and get 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 heated if he needs to get heated because that's kind of what makes me like, oh, okay, I'm not the one running this show here. Like I need yeah. to like, you know what I mean? So, which that's that's in that's in heavy, you know, that's in real fights. Well, yeah, of course. I I still roll with my my calm. Uh, if I want to irritate you. Yeah, but you also can and that's the thing. When you've been together so long, you know ex- I could take Jeff off right now. I mean, I could oh, say easily and I could drive you crazy. I I could do like, right now if I'm like I just want to fight the rest of the night. There might not be anything we need to fight. I'll just, I can do something. I can give a look. I can put off a vibe and we're going to be irritated with each other all night. That goes, but that comes that's, with time. That's, here's the thing. I'll say this. That's, that comes with time is that kind of level of connection, but it's also physical too, sexual. So if, if I, if, you know, well, yeah, but we're going to hey, get we to got, that. We got six minutes. Like, okay, but we're going to get to that. Don't jump the gun. Right. Don't get all excited. Everybody's like, you can do it four times. <laughs> no. Six minutes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh my so anyway, the willingness to work through difficulties and disagreements, it's huge. It's its very... Thank you. Very, my gosh. It's very important because if the other person shuts down or just walks away every time, not and like the article said, not necessarily leaves, but like just walks away and walks away from the conflict, it's not going to work. Now, sometimes that's needed, I feel like. For a minute, and we've both done that. But the, the similar right. thing that we have in common that I would tell anybody is how did you make it, how have you made it so far, is we both have this in common. We will not we will not let it go until we both, I have to know you're okay. Yeah. Like m- a lot of people can go through a fight and go, uh, not, not, oh, yeah. not bring it back up, but if we fight and we say, no. all right, we're not going to talk about it again tomorrow, we, if it takes us six hours, if it takes us all night, we won't go to bed. We've done that before. To figure it out. It's yeah. a, we have that. It's got to be resolved. Well, we both it has feel, to be resolved, but it doesn't necessarily. We used to never go, we go to bed mad at each other, but that's no longer true. <laughs> no, there's been times. Where there's been like, plenty of times where I have. Yeah, we I have. Yeah, we've gone to bed mad at each other where it comes to a point Sometimes in a fight that you just have to just shut up and just not say another word. And I've done that. And I've even looked at me like, I'm not, I'm not talking again until in the morning and I'll go to bed and I'll turn my head and he'll still want to be fighting. And I'll just, I'll just turn my head or vice versa. It's not fun to have to do that. But I think in the long run, things that could have been said, if you kept going, were saved and not said, and you can sleep on it. So I don't think it's yeah. always necessarily bad to go to bed mad at each other. Yeah, I always used to think that was a golden rule, like never go to bed mad at each other. Eh, sometimes, I mean, you have to. Sometimes you just have to. Well, I think it's a it's a defense net mechanism to save save yourself from some pain and some things you'd say. Because I know a lot of times when that's happened, I'll, I'll just say that I've had a drink or two too many. Well, yeah. And I can't, I'm not thinking. Right. Clearly, I'm getting emotional and I'm saying things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the next day I go, what the hell did I say? Right. Why would I say that? Right. Sometimes, it, but like I said, depending on the situation, I mean, I think it, in general, you should try to resolve things before you go to bed. But why is it that, why is that the rule? Like what, that's sometimes needed to give, to give time to give a, and relax and like, yeah. you know, it's been a long day. We've been worked up and now we're mad and upset and, you know, but maybe been crying and snowball, you know, give that snowball time to melt, like go to sleep, like 
go to bed. Figure it out tomorrow. And if you go to bed mad, you go to bed mad. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of that rule as much anymore. Right. I mean, generally speaking, I prefer not to go to bed mad at him. But when I do, I generally but wake up. But if you're going to get madder mad. and madder, right? This the, is counterproductive. That's what I'm saying. If the snowball is getting so big that it's just counterproductive, right? And yeah. So anyway, that's that. So definitely working through difficulties and disagreements. It takes two to do that. The one one person can't always be the one taking it, taking it, and the other person just walking away from it. No. So um, no. I, I just. If we couldn't resolve our differences and be okay and not bring it back up and not hold grudges and not, you know, sometimes, yeah, you can forgive somebody. You'll never forget some things and that's fine too. But it's, it's, do you bring it back up? Right. You know, somebody does something to you and it could be something that's really devastating, you know? And yeah, I mean, you can forgive them, but you're not truly forgiving them. If every time you get back into a fight, you're going to bring, bring get in your back pocket and say, let's bring up your past transgressions, especially if it's something they're upset with you that you did something. Right. And then you're like, oh, well, you did this. Well, at least you did. did, 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 did. That's just not cool. And that can only that can only go on for so long. And that's true. That's something you got to learn. In yeah, relationship. for because sure. It, because it's self-control because you got to understand the damage it can do. So there's some self-control involved. Sure. You got to say, hey. Yeah, we're fighting, and, and a lot of people believe everything's out the window when you're fighting. Well, you can really do damage. Oh, absolutely. Right? Bringing up and past. And we have. Everybody has. Oh, it's of course. something that's common because you get mad. You get angry. You say things that you know you're like, what can I get to make me feel better and make them feel worse? Well, like you said, I think that's a defense mechanism. I think that's everybody's, um, that's every, that's what everybody does. But it's fighting the urge to bring back past transgressions that the other person did. You know, that you just, going to make it a whole lot worse. Again, forgiving is one thing that's cool. But forgetting, oh my goodness, excuse me. But forgetting is a hard thing to do. And I don't think, we're, I think we're all humans. Absolutely. And I think for you to say, oh yeah, I'll forgive and forget. You're not... People aren't going to forget. I haven't forgotten things that you've done to me that's made me very mad. Do I dwell on them and bring them back up? No, but I've definitely forgiven you for them. Right. But I've not, I'm, I still remember. I mean, they're in my head. Like, to forget. You can't Only forget God them. can do that, I think. Right. You can't forget them. Yeah, you can't You can't forget them. You can still love the person and you forgive. You can forgive but them and never bring it up again. Of course. But you're going to remember them. It's always going to be in your head. And, and, right. it, and it'll creep back up and it'll hurt again. And that's okay. And that's fine as long as it's not you know bubbling back through and unless you haven't truly worked through it and dealt with it and that may take professional help but again you haven't truly forgiven the person until you've worked through all that right you can say i love you we can work through this but don't say the words i forgive you if you don't mean them because it does something to the other person if it's brought back up and if it's like i thought you've dealt with it you forget i I would rather, and maybe I'm speaking just for me, but I'd rather you say, I love you and I'm here for you and we're together and we're not getting divorced or we're not breaking up, but I haven't got to the point where I can forgive you yet. I just haven't because it was so whatever X, Y, and Z. Um, But that's just me. That's a good point because I think people get, that's a complicated situation because people might, no matter what, they might say, I love this person and I've, they're they're saying I forgive them might mean I'm going to get over this 
You know what I mean? So well, I guess that's saying, true. You need to forgive. You want to forgive them so badly. What's forgiveness mean? And forgiveness might mean that I'm going to stay and I'm going to work through it. And I'm going to. Yeah, that's true. I'm, but I'm. I still got to work through it. Well, but that needs to be verbalized. I think. I agree. When and something. That's, the, that's why it's so important. Yeah. And that's why it's so huge. And I, and, and I think it'd be huge for everybody to be in marriage counseling because they could be told you need to verbalize these things. Yeah. You need to work through these things. Hold on a second. Come in. We're doing a podcast, bro. What's up? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if it works. We'll have to see if dad does. We'll have to go check it again. We'll let you know. Um, But I think you need to discuss that word. I mean, if it's, if it's a big enough situation and I'm not saying I forgive you for, you know, you drove my car, my brand new car and you hit something. Yeah. I forget that. I'm talking about something big. Like they can really damage, you know, or really impact your actual relationship. So what I would want to say, okay, you say you forgive me, but what does that really mean? And here's what it needs to mean if you're going to say it to me. Right. If I'm the one that's done something. Well, it all goes back to number one, communication. Communication. That's very true. That's very true. Do you want to move on to number three? Yes. Okay. And maybe this is the last one we get to. Um, Yeah. Okay. Number three is a sense of humor, some fun, and a bit of distraction from the rigors of daily life. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We've got to work on that. Yes, just the, and and it says just as we need to breathe to survive, your love needs to breathe a fresh air to flourish. Giving your relationship what it needs to thrive is a truly loving gesture. You can't spend all your free time working on your relationship. Don't make it a hobby. Discuss what you like to do, where you'd like to go, and how you both would like to have fun. Then go do it. That is so true, and that's something that I need like in my life right now. Because it's been rigorous. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When it's not your fault. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's, it's, our life has been so rigorous for like the last, oh my gosh, it has year. Been, it's been crazy. Year. I mean, I would say year. It's been a crazy different year. And, and, and I am ready for some humor, some fun, some just different. <laughs> just like getting, just, you know, and we, we had a trip planned. Um, it, that for my birthday that we, we were going to do that, get out of town for like three nights and then we all got the Rona and then, so we didn't get to do it right. and it's just kind of overlapped and it's kind of been swept under the rug. But anyway, um, I think that's so important. It is important. It's huge. Um, I, you've got to laugh together. You've got to laugh together. We've always been pretty good about getting away, you know, and I, it's just been this year so I, far we, we got stumped. But we're usually pretty good about. We usually go on like every, every three or four months. We'll go yeah. on a weekend trip. I mean, we don't go on the, like these it's big extravagant trips like for weeks. But um, we try to get away. And I think that it's so important. And I think that it's so important for relationships in general, parents in general, but specifically like young parents who have young kids. you got to get over the guilt of leaving. I know the guilt. I know the feeling you've got to get over that because you're going to better your relationship with your children, with your spouse, with yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your, the relationship with your significant other, the, the, the other parent of your child trickles down and it's okay to leave your kids for a few nights. It's okay to leave your kids for a week. If you, if you have the opportunity, well, I think that's a trap. I, I think that's a trap for a lot of mothers 
they they become mothers and that becomes the most important thing to them which is fine it's fine that's fine but i don't think they see what they're doing is i think that they i think that what it is is like i'm a mother this is my child and i have this responsibility so so i'm not going to even question myself and don't even think about questioning me as my husband if i don't want to go somewhere well i can't get away it, don't challenge me. But the, they true, do that to themselves. They don't give themselves the same thing their husband wants or their significant other wants. They don't give themselves that freedom. They take it from themselves right. for years because they feel guilty doing anything for themselves or for their spouse and getting away. But I think that that's what your kids need to see and experience they do. Yeah. is these two people, and that's what has always been kind of taught to me, that for you to have a healthy home, you're, you're, that's got to be the number one relationship. Right. That's got to be number one is you, with, your, with your spouse. And then that moves down. You did the leadership first. You guys got to love each other. You got to give it. You got to make sure you're healthy and strong. You're the foundation for your family. So you've got to make sure things are good there so that you can feed down through no i i totally i totally agree i mean you will just get renewed rejuvenated and there's something about going out of town with your significant other that takes you back to like the beginning stages of your relationship like when you dated when you when you take the kids out of the equation for a few days like you're not there you're not there to change the diapers to feed them somebody else that you trust that you've left them with that you trust is doing that for you. So you're able to truly connect with your significant other in ways that you did, you know, when you were at the beginning of your relationship, maybe you hold hands, maybe you flirt, maybe you have sex, maybe you, you know what I'm saying? Like that's necessary to reconnect and rekindle those like flames that's still there in your relationship when you're home and going through the daily you know, they're just like the burner though on the stove though. It seems to get down, turned way down past simmer to the low. Right. It's still right. there and it's still, it, but yeah, so that's important. And, and just even if, it, okay, so take trips out, even doing, you can do things at home. I feel like to liven things up and we're not going to talk about spice things up because that's another number in okay. this list. Cause that's important too. It's definitely on the list. Sure. Where, this one specifically says a sense of humor, some fun, do something different. Like Jeff and I, and the, okay, we might be nerds and I don't care what you think. You, we think we're nerds. We are. Nerds. You should have seen where we were tonight. I like it. Anyway, we play games sometimes and we'll play Scrabble. We'll play Yahtzee. We'll <laughs> like do, we'll like play games and turn music on just doing something that's different than your normal every day. Okay. It's the end of the day. We're both showered. Let's watch TV. That's cool. That's fine. That's fun. That's our comfort. That's our normal. But sometimes it gets too normal and it's just like, <sighs> And you want to do something different. It's, it's kind of like going to the gym and working muscles. It's like if you do the same routine for a year, it's going to be right. it's not going to be as effective. And when we switch up and we sit here and we 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 don't just turn the TV on and zone out and we play a game, we end up having conversations about certain things that we right. wouldn't have. It's just different. We yeah. laugh about things, we do stupid things and scrabble, make up words that are inappropriate, whatever. Right. You know? We have and fun. Even if it's not like play a game or something like that. Even if it's just let's turn music on and chit chat. Let's talk. I mean, Jeff and I do a podcast. We like to do that because it's Prank something different. We'll yeah, that, whatever. Like right? do something funny. Like do something fun. <laughs> yeah, why? I mean, why not? Do make up things, but laughing together is important. Um, or maybe it's just watch a movie. Or I remember, oh my gosh. Okay, so back when we had 
our kids were smaller when we lived in Atlanta. This like was a big deal to me. I love stuff like this. It's very in, inexpensive, but it's very, these kind of things are very effective with me. So we lived, you know, a busy life with the little kids and everything. We both worked and I had a horrible commute to Atlanta every day. And it was just, we were very, very busy. And every Friday night was 80s movie night. Remember? That was a lot of fun. So every Friday night after I got home from work, um, we would watch an 80s movie and we would get like all the like stuff that we would like all the treats, like all the candy, the popcorn, lemon heads, popcorn, lemon heads, like all the things that you would take to a movie theater. And we would do it right in our, you know, watch the movie right in our family room with our little kids asleep. But we had all the fun snacks and, and it was something I looked forward to. It was like, oh, what movie are we going to watch? What snacks are we going to get? You know, we did that for a while. Yeah, it was and it was just something that kind of threw cool. a little like you know, loop into the end of the week. Like, I don't know. So starting little traditions like that is also something fun. Jeff started Friday flowers day for me a long time ago. Like, and it's almost every single Friday have a few Fridays been missed. Yeah. I'll do. I throw it in his face. No, I wouldn't say a word. Thank you. You know what I mean? Do I expect them at some point low key? Yeah. Because it's like, that's my personality. Like you do something over and over for me and it's going to come like expected. But again, I'm not gonna be like, no flowers. I mean, he could stop tomorrow and never give me any more. And I'm not trying to like, me, I've, I've known the, bring it up. It's been very few, maybe a couple times. Yeah. You forgot a few missed. times, and but I've, I mean, it's and I not, know, I know before you do, I'm like, shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and it's usually cause something's off with my schedule, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's no big deal, but I'm just saying stuff or like that, that. I just don't care about you really. That's I mean, it could be I'm you're mad at me. I don't know. <laughs> But just have fun, like having fun, like doing something fun. I mean, I wish we lived in a town where we had, which we talked about this tonight, more things to do. But, you know, if you live in a town, go to the zoo, go to the aquarium, um, go ice skating, go roller skating, go to the freaking jump zone, go to an amusement park, go like do something that you don't normally do that's out of the norm. Go to Magic Island and skip rocks and rivers. We went to Sky Zone once. Me and Jeff did. Jeff and I did. That was fun. It was so much fun. It was just, like, was any of our kids with Heck us? Heck of a workout too. Did we take any of our kids? I don't think we did. No, it was just you. And me. I think it was me and you. And I do remember saying, next time I come here, I need to wear. Um, oh, that's right. Some depends that's or right. something because of a mom of three um, jumping like that. Um, I remember looking at my watch going, my gosh, I can't believe how many calories I've burned. Burned a lot of calories and lost a lot of pee. Yeah, that's awesome. It's horrible. Listen, ladies, if you do it. That's really cool. Listen, if you do it, ladies, it's cool. It's fun. But if you've had kids, um, definitely wear black pants and maybe like at least a pad or something. This is awesome. This is great. I'm giving advice. This is real talk with Angie. I'm giving. Listen. I'm a mom of three. Do have I peed my? Yeah, I've peed my pants. Yeah, if I'm jumping like that, yeah. I was jumping, Jeff. You you were jumping. It was so much fun. But like, what my whole point is, do something you don't normally do. Do something you don't normally. And not do. a stupid movie. I mean, unless you like movies. I like movies. But I mean, that's so normal. Like, do something different. Different. Okay. You know. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I mean. Keep things fresh. Spicy. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Entertaining. Make a scavenger hunt for yourself. Scavenger hunt. Hide things around town. I don't know. I hid your birth controls by eating <laughs> all over the <laughs> oh house. Oh my gosh, that would be horrible. <laughs> anyway. So thoughtful. Yes. Okay, so we got through three on the list, but they're they're good and they're important. That's a good list. We need to do the rest of it later well, well, this we, week. We, we will. So just to rehash, the first one um, of keeping your relationship thriving 
is kind, constant, and honest communication. That's number good. two, the willingness to work through difficulties and disagreements. And number three, a sense of humor, some fun, and a bit of distraction from the rigors of daily life. I love that one. They're good. They're all so there good. You go. I would agree with them. There you go, sir. Thank you. I think it was good. That's it. That's it. That's all we're doing tonight. All right. We'll be back. All right. Peace out.